Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. We've heard a lot of discussion about the benefits of decluttering. Many of us think about this from a physical perspective, but today we're going to be talking about decluttering and the benefits of it from spirit perspective because it's likely different than what you think. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? A few years ago, Karen, I had the opportunity to teach a continuing ed class. Mm -hmm. It was an evening class mm -hmm. for like uh, three weeks. It was once every week for three weeks. And the topic was decluttering. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that class was, it was fun to teach, but it also was kind of scary. It was amazing how attached as people, we get to our things. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of this uh, one lady that came in. And so it was three weeks. And so on the third week, she came in and she was kind of excited. She said, I got rid of 50 teapots. That's what she collected was wow. these little teapots. Okay. I okay. said, gold star. I said, that's amazing. Yeah. She said, well, I've got 200 left. But still, that's like 20%. That's awesome. But So this decluttering is a big deal. Yeah. And we we do get attached yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's kind of amazing. And so, yeah, people get very, very attached to our things. And um, they become... I've noticed that the people who have the most things and are the most attached to those things have the most mental clutter in their minds. So the clutter is in their minds as well. So it will be a lot of mental chatter. And those are the people who also need to talk a lot because they're like trying to like let go of some of the that's happening inside their heads. That's what I've noticed. Not well, always, well, but often will be that that's way. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, it's interesting that we get, um, when we have all this stuff that we hold on to, it's really difficult to have space for anything new to come in because it's like all this weight that accumulates around us. Now we're talking about this on the physical plane, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. just having a lot of stuff and um, actually we're going to be moving soon. And um, although I don't really like moving, what I enjoy about moving is it's an opportunity to purge really hard. When we moved to Hawaii, it was a really big deal because we were moving and everything is weight. Everything is by weight. Oh my God, that is expensive, right? Yeah. So we became very conscious of like, what do, what do we keep? Because a lot of times someone gave it to us. And so there's a, a meaning we alone associate to that item. It's very possible that person who gave it to us no longer remembers giving it to us, but we remember. So we hang on to that thing, right? It's, it, gifts are like a big deal, like because people are emotionally attached or um, it represents something from a period of your life. That's another big one, right? Like people attach that. And so they all have, this is like sentimental value things. Yes. So it's not just about function. It's about sentimental value, which has to do with attachment, as you were saying. So declaring, when I talk about it on spirit perspective, why it's so important to, to not only, um, is to A, notice your attachment to these physical things. B, to ask why are you so attached to them? What are they providing for you that makes you feel better about your experience of the, in the world? Right? And then just notice what that is. 
And then there'll be patterns behind that. Boom. Right? Boom. That cause that attachment, right? A feeling of not enoughness, of needing that external validation, of not worthiness, of having all, um, feeling full without having a lot of things. Yes? So it's kind of an interesting process. And the, the thing is, for decluttering on the spirit perspective, I'm going to talk about this now from a slightly different angle. As we divest ourselves of the need to have, so, okay, I just want to make this clear. It's not like you need to become a monk and have nothing. Okay, I, I'm very, just to be very clear about this. I'm not saying get rid of all your worldly possessions, no, don't have them. No, no. Okay, I, I'm not saying that. And there's a very hard line sometimes with people like, I don't want to be attached to anything, and therefore they have nothing. So, and then they become attached to the nothingness, which I find kind of interesting. So anyway, it's just that to n as you rise in frequency vibration, what happens is you don't, and I've said this many times, but you don't need these external things. And what can happen is you can enjoy them more because oh. you don't need them. It's clear of the attachment. The attachment is what the binding is. So if you have a really beautiful piece of art that you really actively enjoy, that's wonderful. For me, it's my dresses. Like I really enjoy them, so I have them. They bring I, you joy. I, they bring me tremendous joy. Yeah. So I love wearing them, yeah. right? Yeah. And so for Chris, it's like his word working tools, yeah. whatever, okay? Yeah. It doesn't really yeah. matter what it is. But if it gives you active joy, yeah. that's wonderful. Okay, it's just about the attachment to it. That's the challenge. So, and just taking this a little bit further, in terms of, um, on spirit level, decluttering, it's a way, like an indication, it's like an indicator, okay, of how we are going on our journey in the sense of how much do you need these external things to feel good, comfortable, safe, successful, abundant, whatever, loved, okay? Do you need those things for that? Or are you internally complete enough that you don't need those external things? And then eventually you ping into that just real enjoyment of those things without it. And the reason it's so important to practice decluttering on the physical level is because it mirrors what has to happen on the spirit level as we ascend. Boom. Okay? So as we ascend, you have to. If you want to continue, not everyone's going to want to, and that's okay. Yep. But if you want to continue to ascend, you must surrender and let go. And I don't, it could be first of things, okay? Then it's our attachment to, um, and so I don't, what I mean is by our things, it's our attachment to things specifically. Then it's our attachment to our stories, to our ideas, to our beliefs, our conclusions, our identities. All that stuff is a release, okay? That's decluttering on spirit level, and that's higher and higher levels of surrender, which can be really, really challenging. Um, and I'm going to say something that's going to scare people. It's also our attachment to people. Okay? Now, this is not required for depending on where you want to go. So, do I, am I trying to say don't love people? No. Of course not. You're human and it's a beautiful expression of being human. Okay? And also expression of our spirit selves. However, when we attach to people, oftentimes we try to control them. Okay? Because that's what happens. We, like, we want them. We need them to love us, to make ourselves feel whole, complete, loved. Right? So that's what I mean by attachment to those that we love, is a need or desire to have them validate us. So part of this, and this is a more advanced practice, you're not required to do this, so nobody freak out. Okay? You'll just find that as you keep going, that you will realize your attachment to people that you love, and at some point, release it. Okay? Now, does that mean that you let go of all the people you love in your life and you don't have a relationship? Of course not. Yeah. Right? It just means that when you have a relationship with somebody, it's of a different 
um, resonation because there's no attachment or need to control. It's simply love that you're giving because you're free to and it gives you pleasure. And I think a lot of folks that go through that mm -hmm. initially, when they hear that, it's like, no, 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 that's my sister, that's my spouse, yeah. that's my child, yeah. you know. But what you're talking about is altogether different. Yes. Is ask yourself truly, what is that relationship? Yeah. Is it healthy? Yeah. Is it, you know, sustainable? Mm -hmm. is does it benefit both of you mm -hmm. and so I think when you talk about the letting go it's mm -hmm. letting go of those attachments mm -hmm. to people that are probably not real healthy yeah it's and it's not even just attachments to people who aren't healthy even watch your level of control of people that you love the most your desire to control that's what I'm talking about I'll love you if I can control you yeah exactly so it's not just the people so yes so yes I agreed on your point okay in terms of yes let go of the relationships that no longer serve you that are not sustainable for you on some level or whatever not serving the greater good absolutely and what you what as you advance more and more you will notice that your um, attachment to the people who are closest to you that's where we get kind of like it's harder for us to let go of that attachment in terms of our need to control them. Like, I really feel like my mother should do this because it's obviously best for her. Obviously. I know better than she does what's best for her. It's not true. I'm yeah. making light yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. We always think we're doing the best for somebody. And, but sometimes it's just a mask for control. You know, I, I think this decluttering subject matter is something that is relevant to all of us. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. you know, anyone that enjoys doing your work, if they kind of wonder, where do I start? A, a good starting point is just kind of taking a look at yourself mm -hmm. and what are your attachments? Oh, totally. When it, when it comes to things, events, relationships, yeah. people, yeah. Because experiences, that's going to tell you a lot totally. about the patterns yeah. which are related to distortions. Totally. And you know, what's interesting also in terms of decluttering is that I notice it's very easy for us to attach very quickly to things we create. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example. So I went and I did this intuitive painting class that was so much fun, right? So you go, it was like, it was like my paradise. You go there and there's no rules. And literally by the end, I was working on these canvases that like were the size of the wall because there was no, right, there was no limit. And it didn't matter what I did because it was intuitive painting. So I just had fun. I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to create, you know, and max, like at whatever speed I want to. So I, I ended up with these huge, like wall-sized, whatever, paintings, I guess. And it's interesting for me to notice, I was like, at first I was like, fine, because then you know, I was just painting whatever. And then I decided I liked a couple of them. And then I didn't want to throw them away. Yeah, it's like, it didn't take very long. It was amazing to me. I was like, oh, I really like this one. Maybe I'll put it up on the wall. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I just became really, I was like, wow. <laughs> that took like no, like no time. Uh, I was like, okay, I wow. Created I created this. it. I think it's really good. <laughs> I like it. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. But just to even notice that. And I was like, do I really need this? No. Yeah. I don't. You know? It was fun. It, it was brought fun. me joy. Yeah. And guess what? I can do it again. Again, yeah. Next week. Exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. But so, I just noticed how fast that happened. But we want to, if I'm attached, I can get that, then I can remember that moment of joy. And so that attachment is to the experience I had when I created that. Yeah. Or even just the final outcome. Yeah.
Yeah, it's like, oh, I like all the pretty colors. It wasn't that deep. It's like, I like all the colors. I was trying to, I was trying to give you a break, I know, Karen. But <laughs> I was trying to make it sound profound, but okay. It wasn't really. You just, you Thank just, you, though. You just flipped out on it. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's interesting to notice um, how quickly we can attach to what we create. Yeah. Whether it's our sense of whatever community, family, whatever it is that we're creating. We create a whole bunch of different things. Well, this whole topic of declutter is just, uh, especially in the Western world, mm -hmm. where we love our things, mm -hmm. our cars, our houses, our, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's really, this is an excellent segment. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on decluttering from a higher order. If you could bring your attention please to your upper ribs between your heart space and your collarbones, in addition to your solar plexus. Taking a single deep breath here together, inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of four. And then whenever you have completed your four count on your own time, releasing your breath and holding your breath out for a count of six. Noticing how comfortable or not you are with the exhaled or voided breath. Good. And for those of you who have completed that breath, keeping your attention on those two spots. Breathing normally. For those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And I'll be making sounds on my end. So you'll likely hear me yawn, or exhale sharply, or even hum. And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns at this time. And I'm starting to work more and more in silence. So if you hear nothing from my end, just know that I'm working at very high frequencies, 
and that I'm still working on you. It just requires a higher level of focus. <clears throat> Good. Now that the mastermind has gelled, bring your attention, please, to the space between your belly button and your heart. Okay? I don't mean your physical heart. I mean your heart in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. As you bring your attention to this space, let's go ahead and ask ourselves that question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body, wherever that is for you. And as you become aware of the very center of your body, please notice the vastness of this space. And now please become aware of or imagine a brilliance at the very center of this space. A brilliance doesn't necessarily mean a light. It can mean a blackness that is shimmery. It can mean a warmth. It can be a tingliness. Whatever appears for you is perfect. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it begins to expand outwards. through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your bones, expanding outwards through your flesh, through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. As you keep your attention on this brilliance within the sphere, it intensifies so much that the sphere begins to shake or to oscillate from side to side. Noticing how much 
and how quickly the sphere oscillates without judging it, what's it doing? And now, please place your attention on the space around the sphere. Mm -hmm. And as you have your attention on this space, I'm working at source level to increase your frequency vibration or to expand your capacity to take in higher pure source frequencies. It's actually and, not or. Good. Now bring your attention, please, to your lower ribs. Mm -hmm. So the first distortion pattern that we're going to release is the, uh, is, it's actually a bundle, okay? So the first one is the attachment to things, and also this distortion, that things somehow make us feel safe or certain or stable in some way. And for a small, a smaller subgroup of you, that the things that you have in you make you feel like you're more abundant. Okay? So whatever subgroup you're in, work on all three of these things at the same time. So the first two are the larger group. These are entangled frequencies. The third thing is a subgroup. Okay, just to be a little bit clearer on that. So just keeping your attention, awareness, focus on your lower ribs, breathing normally. Now for many of you, 
in whatever group you're in. These are lineage patterns. Okay? You received this from your parents, your great-grandparents, great-great-great-grandparents, etc. Okay? So pulling this all out. Good, now bringing your attention to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Okay. All right, there are two pretty big subgroups here. Okay. Working on you both at the same time. But the first subgroup um, has this distortion pattern that the amount of stuff that you have in your space is a reflection of the stuff you have in your mind. And there's a lot of stuff in your mind. So you worry a lot, you think a lot, lots of thoughts going on in there. There's often a lot of emotion, like um, you get indignant easily uh, with other people. Uh, you have a lot of emotional, say, experience, which can be overwhelming, all right? And sometimes the having the things around you helps you feel better. For another subgroup of you, you have partners who have a lot of stuff and you don't like it. Okay, so uh, I'm not sure why both of these have appeared at the same time, but there you go. So bringing your attention to your solar plexus. So for the second group, creating space around, like within you on spirit level, so you can have some boundaries and create spaces for you that are clear of clutter within the common space that you hold with your partner. So a room, or whatnot that is yours, where there's very little, okay, or at least less, okay? So working on both groups, they're pretty different, 
but we're going to just work on both groups at the same time here. Keeping your attention. In that solar plexus. So now bring your attention, please, between your xiphoid process all the way up your sternum into your throat. Your xiphoid process is right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So if you trace your sternum and it, with your thumb or finger, it'll go from bone and then into flesh that fleshy point is a bit tender if you press on it. That's your xiphoid process. So from your xiphoid process all the way up your sternum into the hollow of your throat. Okay. So there's two things happening here. One is a discomfort with nothingness. So the void or lack, uh, not lack of, just absence, right? So nothing there. So, some of you are already contracting around that because you feel like abundance is not available to you if you're, comfortab if you're comfortable with that space of nothingness. If you're full of stuff and stuff is all around you, nothing else can come in. That space of nothingness held within your spirit body is required for higher resonating or even more abundance to come in. Okay? And I'm not suggesting you have to get rid of all your worldly possessions and live like a monk. At all. I'm talking about eternally not needing as much stuff and being okay with that void 
the emptiness. And therefore, your physical surroundings will start to mirror that. Right? There's also a sense of lack of completion on the spirit level. So because of that, there's a need for outside things to validate or feel better. So we're going to work after the first thing in strengthening your spirit body so that you feel more whole and complete and need to have fewer things in and around you. Okay? Now if you have more things, it's fine, but you don't need them. There's a difference. So first, let's release this distortion pattern with a discomfort, resistance to, or for some of you, anxiety around nothingness. Because it triggers all your stuff around lack and fear around not having enough. So. Releasing all this. And as I mentioned, ironically, having more ease with nothingness gives you space for more to come in especially of a higher resonating order. Okay. So helping you with this. last thing we'll do now is focusing on the space between your belly button and your heart space. We're going to help you solidify and strengthen internally a little more so you need to consume less.
Good. Bring your attention to your xiphoid process. And about three inches directly beneath it, we're going to clear out and reset your pain body. Your pain body has a memory. And we don't want you to be running the memory of who you were before this session with these distortion patterns. So resetting your pain body and integrating it into the new version allows for faster and more efficient integration. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.